Good day, good day, good day, everybody. Brian here from quantlabs.net. Today is, I believe, February 7th, 2024. So in case you haven't listened to my prior video or a podcast from earlier today, it's been a while, a good couple of months. So I'm planning to do more podcasting, just to experiment on the audience response on these topics, and I'll continue doing more as if the response is positive, meaning you opt into my email list at quantlabs.net slash books. Hey, so as it stands right now, I am looking, and thanks to somebody who sent me this article, they know who they are. They pretty well consume and watch, participate. I'm my most engaging person every day, and I mean every day, nonstop. So thanks for them for sending this. So this is from efinancialcareers.com. Harsh reality of tech and finance, UBS calls coding an outdated skill. So it's pretty, well, not lengthy. Let's see what it says. So software developers and financial services are fearful of AI taking over their jobs, and it's more mere than a paranoia. In a blog post this week, UBS chief economist Paul Donovan wrote, much of computer coding already has the look of a stranded asset, something that loses its value earlier than expected. Yeah, I agree with that. And AI is good at that. The problem with AI is if you're just going to fairly new or not senior enough to really understand the concepts of learning something from the bottom up and you just go out, type in your query or your prompt on chat GPT, come up with a potential coding solution. That's fine for if you're experienced and you're looking for good, fast coding solutions. But if you don't know the technology and when you implement that technology, it blows up, well, you're pretty well screwed big time because you, you may have a business depending upon it, which means your livelihood is dependent upon it. So doing the AI generation is fine. It makes the, makes the whole process more disposable. And if things break, well, you're screwed. So banks cut costs to decommissioning legacy applications. It's all the rage. UBS said that it's on track to cut 3,800 applications between 2023 and 2026. That's a lot. I used to work at a bank many, many years ago for call center. The reps, the call, the call center reps, it was pretty well a global innovation. We had over 40 different apps. They had to go in and out of to service customers on the phone at the bank. So this 3,800 applications for sure is nothing unrealistic. Continuing along, banks are streamlining tech and focusing on automation. Fewer developers will be required overall. And that's to include the maintenance of it. And that's the truth. It's not just coding itself that Donovan has doubts. He calls all STEM skills vulnerable. You know, when I graduated in 92 from my school, I never thought we would see this day. I thought it was forever to go into IT, you're safe because it's the future forever. And here we have AI replacing that. I never saw that coming. Notes that they become obsolete more quickly than other skills. The bad news for quants too. Imagine quants as well. So fortunately, not all recruiters agree. Peter Wagner, managing director of boutique recruitment firm Affinity North, 
says that fundamental aspects of STEM, such as problem solving and critical thinking, will only be in more demand as the complexity of technology world increases. I find that not true because the AI is able to do. So, for instance, it used to be when there were layoffs, and there's lots of them in 2024, especially at tech companies, it used to be if you got laid off and there'd be two people or maybe three, there'd be somebody still staying in that company to do the job of three people plus their own, maybe two jobs. I don't know. But with AI, it enables them to much easier maintain by just spitting out code. So they're through that. And I do think the mass layoffs that we're seeing, some of these companies have, are on their third mass layoff. I think, is it Meta? So it just clearly shows that. Remember that Zuckerberg said that 2023 was to be the year of efficiency. It shows it in the stock, latest stock performance. And they've been cutting costs, which is mostly developer. And they're not going to bring back those developers. I've been seeing news stories that many, many of those jobs will not come back. Just because they're, they're laying off, doesn't, they usually mean they'd be going into growth mode to bring them back. I don't see it this time. I really don't. As software development, Wagner says it's less about coding as we know it and more about the process of using building blocks to build pieces to, together for larger applications. AI makes things easier. Yeah, it does. But somebody still needs to visualize the required building blocks and how to fit that together. And that's where the real danger comes in. If it's not properly coded up, the passing of data could blow up, all that, it's not done properly. Well, you're going to either, as I said, get hacked because the vulnerabilities are higher. Or if, if one piece of technology, a piece of code or an application don't talk nicely to the other one, yeah, that'll blow up too because it will, the miscommunication can, 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 the probability of that can happen as well as data doesn't get transferred properly from one system to another. Unless companies do a huge complete rewrite. On their platform, as UBS is doing, that's possible. In my case, as I said, my prior podcast with me dumping WordPress, I can see that. And plus all the code that I have and still using to generate all my signals and all that can easily be merged back into the website because everything's done in Python with Django. Continuing along, Wagner notes that something similar happened as programming language simplified and became more easily able to deal with low-level details themselves. While there are multiple layers to the process in which software is executed, layering doesn't mean the hard work is done. We no longer need outstanding developers. So again, if you're just a mediocre, even good developer, if you're not coming out of an Ivy League school, training student, this is going to really impact you in the long term. Uh, even now, low elite low-level coders have only their stock rise through the evolution of high-frequency trading. See, it always comes back to high-frequency trading. Why? Because they're probably some of the best programmers and some of the best tech people outside of scientific research out there. So they're heavily coveted. So how do I know? When you look at the pay scales in the U.S. for a lot of the financial jobs, they're coming down. Why? Because from the same person sent me articles from e-financial careers, as an example, five jobs for a hedge fund, they got over 20,000 applications. So that's like trying to win a, a lottery. That's going to measure you 4,000 applications per job. So that really, as I said, it's like trying to win a lottery. One in 4,000 
to get hired in those jobs. But that's like trying to win a lottery. No, no kidding. Last paragraph, it says, Wagner says the complexity migrates up the stack and that may eventually mean prompt engineering takes center stage over traditional coding. Yeah, I've learned from learninghassan.com. That's going to be the future. Prompt engineering for what you queue up to in the prompts that you queue up and send over as a query to ChatGPT and the like of those bots and including Copilot from Microsoft as well. The same similar skills are needed to solve the new challenges, he says. Perhaps it's a sign not to put all your chips into memorizing leak code puzzles. I agree with that, but I do still think, though, what will be important is coding skills will be needed. If you're forced to go creative and go the, dare I say, the self-employment route, because that's your only alternative, because if you're not able to find a job and there's fewer of them and you're getting 20,000, it's going to get more competitive. And because of that, those job pay scales will come down. As I was saying about the U.S., yeah, the job pay scales are coming down. There are some firms in New York, Chicago that will pay top dollar, half a million for certain coders because they're coming out of probably like the level of MIT, straight A, top of the top. And that's who they want. The same can be said for London, UK. Some of those jobs are up to 600,000, 400, I should say 400,000, maybe 600,000 pounds that I've seen as the highest. And, but on average, they're paying 80, 100, maybe 125 pounds, which is pretty good money. But as this AI kicks in and more and more, as this article says, yeah, you're going to see that in the long run. But some companies may want to operate the traditional means just to have hand coders and the best ones that they can get access to and do pay them the best. Namely, as it says here at the bottom, high-frequency trading. So there is that need, but you're going to have to be good at what you do and not rely on AI because if everyone else is doing the similar AI, then it's going to crowd out whatever you're trading. You have to be a very unique individual to do the traditional hand-coding, everything by hand, to stay ahead. So from a self-employment standpoint, definitely these skills are going to be beyond useful for you. But if you're trying to rely it through an employer and go down the traditional means of hedge funds and whatever, uh, that's going to be a huge, huge, huge challenge for you. Unless there may be more startup hedge funds that come out of this. But again, if they're all relying on AI, they're all indirectly pumping out the same solutions and that Basically, we'll crowd out all the trading opportunities out there as more and more do that. So again, this is where you, and I still emphasize the three skills you need, not relying on one or the other from AI or the like. You need to know this from your own human-generated brain, and that's including the three skills I keep saying. To be high-frequency, you got to be really stellar in all three of these areas, trading itself, math, and computer science skills. The trading skills is what's always going to be giving you where the opportunity lies. And the other two skills, math and computer science, will be the tools to support you to find those opportunities and implement them. So as long as you're doing that from a self-employment standpoint, be it in crypto, be it in the general mainstream markets, you'll do okay. Remember that. But this is also true what they're saying about AI could unfortunately weed out and put a lot 
of coders out there in dead end career paths. I hate saying that, but that's the way it's looking. Over and out and let me know what you think. And if you like this, join my email list at quantlabs.net slash books. And I'll ensure to keep this going. As I said earlier in my previous video, I can only do it in this platform. We'll talk to you later. Thanks again. Bye.